Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Monday to you, Steve Sippel, right. Jake Sorensen, early break. Full show ahead, plenty to get to in the world of Nebraska football, Nebraska basketball. My gosh, what a day it was in the National Football League. Break that down at 645 for you and my winners and losers. If you are watching on the Sauter Heyman Jewelers video stream, you might see me in a bright shirt. Sip, what am I wearing I like today? It. What I like am I wearing it. It is to the listeners? Dolphins pullover. It is a teal pullover with a dolphin on it kind of the new agey dolphin is that the new agey dolphin yeah i i like the throwbacks they got a hood on it too wait a second wait a second that's throwback no no i i prefer the throwback this is the new age this is their current logo yeah it's still pretty cool they wore they wore the throwbacks yesterday in their their win i gotta say i like the look i don't i'm not gonna criticize it it looks pretty good you know when when you sweep the evil empire of the patriots for the first time in 20 years you you wear the colors the following day it's a rule of life right this is a rule i follow the rules here a fandom and so that's what that's why i'm wearing this you'll get to more of that 645 on the winners and losers it was an epic sunday though epic epic sunday in the nfl all right cannot wait to discuss it all right harrison's here Harrison's here. Harrison, Hello, Harrison. Harrison is wearing his uh, stocking cap. <laughs> stocking cap, yeah. He knocked off a quick shop, and here he is. This is, a, <laughs> this is a, I think, twice in a row he's wore the stocking cap. You know, he's had the, the luscious hair. I say, I say luscious again. Yeah. Lush. And now he's trying to cover it up. I, I, I'm trying. We're trying to compliment you, not make you timid over here, Harrison. Right. This, right. These are actual compliments. You have nice hair. Yes. Mine's thinning. So is yours. <laughs> Someone's is not across the glass. It's very thick. Okay, so your weekends, it sounds like you had a good weekend. It was a good weekend, yeah. Good. Chill, very chill weekend. Yeah. Still got work done, yeah, but you very chill. Rested. I got I got a lot of sleep this weekend. Yeah, you got a lot of energy today. I, I feel good. Good. Yeah. I, that's good. I'm getting over a cold, I'm all good. I, you know what? I, can I say something? Uh, yes. I'm very proud of you, because you never once hardly even acknowledged your cold. No, I, I fight through it. Yeah. You never even, I didn't even know you had one. This is probably bad karma for me, but I'm going to knock on wood right when I say it. You you know, I've worked at the station for 10 years. Uh I've never taken a sick day once, ever. I just want to knock on wood. I I knocked on wood. No, I have been sick. I probably shouldn't have come here a couple times. You probably shouldn't have said that. I haven't taken a sick day. Yeah, you probably shouldn't have said that. No, have I had days where I've worked from home? Yeah, but I've worked and I did the show. And you never took an official sick day. Right. Yeah, I, I just I just knocked on wood. By the way, just in case I screwed myself there, but just letting you know. Yeah, I don't know if I have. Haven't or done not. that. You, I don't, I don't think if, you have either. Well, I don't know if I have in even at the Journal Star. I think I did. I, I've I've said I'm not working today, but I don't think I took a sick day. I just took a day off. By the way, before we get into anything, I just saw on the YouTube stream. I'll put this on right now on the stream. We we have someone listening from the Bahamas right now. Hey, Sydney. Someone says, hello from the Bahamas, our last day here, GBR. Sydney 
Poitier, Sidney Poitier, got R.I.P. from the Bahamas. He's Bahamian. Okay. Yes. Hello from the Bahamas. Yeah, how about one of, that, the Bahamas? One of my favorite Caribbean islands. Never been. Oh, it's beautiful. It's I, oh, I'd like to go. deep in the Caribbean, very deep in the Caribbean, and it is gorgeous. Um, well, thanks for listening from the Bahamas. We appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. Hello. Yes. Uh, 402-464-5685. Call or text the show as always. Again, pretty good news weekend for Nebraska football. We'll get to that right now. On Friday, of course, Casey Thompson commits to Nebraska football to be likely their starting quarterback. Nothing's guaranteed in this life, but likely right. the starting quarterback for the 2022 season for Nebraska. Also on Saturday, SIP, Nebraska got a commitment from a receiver, Trey Palmer, a big. former five-star or high four-star, however you look at it, from whether it's whatever service, from LSU, commits to Nebraska as well. So quite the weekend for the offense for Nebraska football. Right. Let's start with Trey Palmer. Okay. Um, He's the most fresh one. Yeah. Palmer, okay, this – I think the significance a lot of people would say they'll just they're just waiting for you to say this mm-hmm. is that's probably your return man. Um, that's he's a proven return man, both both punt return man and kickoff return man. Um, <laughs> it's important to have that. I just want to say a stat, and I just yeah, didn't realize do. it till the please other tell day. me the stat. I just didn't realize it till the other day. Nebraska had. 27 punt return yards this season. <laughs> 27. I can laugh all I want at that. <laughs> That's a funny number. I saw in Iowa, I saw Charlie Jones of Iowa have that on one return in a game <laughs> against had, Iowa State. <laughs> one, had, one return. Nebraska had 27 punt return yards this year. <laughs> I mean, I can laugh at that, you, all why, right? Why can't you laugh at it? It's <laughs> pathetic. super funny. <laughs> no, it's sad. It's pathetic, and it's not acceptable. <laughs> How does that happen? The plan was to just fair catch every punt, basically. Yeah, now... Basically, or just catch the ball was Nebraska's plan. Please just don't fumble this. Don't muff it. Right. It's very sad. It should not be that way. No. Um, first of all, no. Um, Palmer averaged better than 34 yards per kick return for the Tigers, and he was a good punt returner, too. I'll get those numbers in a second. But that's that's what I would say. Now, Palmer um, this fall had 30 catches for 344 yards for LSU. He's a proven SEC weapon. Now, there's a lot. There's a lot in that sentence, right? Yes. I mean, that's what you want. I mean, that's good to have. Um, Out of high school, Jake, we're talking about, I know you don't get into this stuff very much, but Rivals had him a five-star, a five-star prospect in the number 20 overall recruit in the class of 2019. He was the 100. I know these are a lot of numbers coming at people this early in the morning. People can take it in. Just let them compute. Let them compute. He was 112 overall in the class, according to the 24-7 composite, 24-7 sports composite. Um, so, and they had him rated as a four-star. Um, so, that's, that, that's hence the excitement. Um, I don't have those punt return numbers but he was good he was a good punt returner um i think he i'm not going to say but he was good and he's fast uh 10 4, two seconds in the 100 meters 21 11 in the 200 10 4, 
10.42 in the 100 meters. So Trey Palmer will come in and – now, this is the thing that's interesting. Jake, all right, take a step back. I'm stepping back. I'm off the ledge. The, the, the strongest position groups for Nebraska's offense are receiver and tight end. Now, what I wrote today is, I don't know if that's good news or not. It probably is. But stick in that receiver room. Now you got now you're adding Trey Palmer um, to Xavier Betts, Omar Manning, Oliver Martin, Alante Brown. And just those guys right there looks like a pretty good set, right? And then you add Thomas Fedoni to the equation along with Travis Vokalek. Yep. That's a good group. Chris Hickman. I haven't um, heard that name for a while. Yeah, Hickman's been, been pretty injured, quiet, injured, but he's. I think he's. You know, he just has to put on some weight. Um, they've kind of. I mean, Hickman's had to switch back. Well, I switched back and forth a little bit. Receiver, tight end, and you know, you have some guys coming in like Decoldus Crawford, and Victor Jones. Um, you know, you had three freshmen last year. Um, you don't know exactly what you're going to get from them, but Sean Hardy. Yeah, Hardy and Neville. Um, and Latrell then, Neville. Yeah, Latrell Neville. That's the one Mickey's mentioned, Latrell Neville. Um, and I think, yeah, there's another one too. But anyway, they. why do I say that? Because you got to run the ball in this league. I mean, wouldn't you rather me be sitting over here saying the strength is the running backs, the running backs in the offensive line? Well, you know that I've become run-the-ball guy over here for the past couple well, years. Well, it's because, you're, because you've adapted to the Big Ten. Well, if I've seen Nebraska not win games, and, right. and knowing that teams that run the ball well are winning games in this conference, yeah, I, I'd prefer Nebraska to have a great offensive line and a great running backs group. Now, I, I'd still want to have good receivers and good tight ends, but... Yeah, of course. That, that hasn't that hasn't gotten you the results you've wanted so far but in this it, conference. But if I uh, if I were identifying strengths on Nebraska's offense, I would prefer that they be at they be at offensive line and running back because yep. what you're playing in sort of a black and blue division now, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, I want I want them off O line and running backs. I want those guys to be physical. Because I want you're a in physical a black team. And blue division. I want a physical football team that can bang. But wouldn't you say the West Division is physical? Yeah, it's very physical. Except, I mean, Purdue, you wouldn't say they're they're they don't they're not like that so much, but they beat you. Um, but Minnesota is. But Wisconsin's physical. Iowa is physical. Minnesota is physical. Okay, Illinois became physical thank this you. year. Thank with you, Brett Bielema. I, just, I wanted to hear you say those words. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't think I've ever denied the fact no. that the Big Ten West is physical. No, I just wanted you to. Like ju- the, I just, they like to run the football with big offensive linemen, too. I just wanted you to join me on that common ground. Okay. Now, the, this is what Whipple said. The Pittsburgh Steelers is always going to be in my blood. We won a Super Bowl, and Russ Grimm, who was the offensive line coach, Jake, Russ Grimm, said good teams run the ball when other teams know they're going to run it. Now, not now. Nebraska doesn't do that very well. <laughs> it's, been, <laughs> right? it's been a while. Right. Right. It's been a while since Amir Abdullah, probably right. seven years, right. eight years now. Whipple, Whipple continues. That's in my DNA. Whipple said, and it's always been. Now he also says, but I got to do. He says one of his big mantras is, "I want to do what the defense doesn't think I'm going to do." But he goes back to the fact that 
you build your offense to handle Michigan and Ohio State. Because ultimately, if you're going to win a championship, it's probably going to run through one of those, right? And how are you going to? How are you not going to beat them by run? You got to. You got to run the football. Yeah, I mean, Michigan beat Ohio State by running the football this year. They pounded the rock. That O that O line moved them around, and they gashed them on the ground. Mm-hmm. So yeah, of course. Yeah, he talked about being in the AFC North. Who's in the AFC North? Jim? Oh, you got the Bengals and the Browns and the Ravens and the Steelers. So he said, when you're in the AFC North and it's cold. The wind might be blowing forty miles an hour, and you got to be able to you got to be able to run it. That's I mean, I, I, like I've said, I know you guys just cringe when I do this, and you don't remember it because you weren't around. But I'm Oz, Tom Osborne used to say those words at Nebraska. We have to be able to run the ball because when you get into the late part of your schedule, you're dealing with wind, rain, cold. Now, for some reason. Osborne's mindset got lost here. We will well, uh, we willingly pushed away from it. Willingly. People, Jake, we willingly. I know people were excited to see if we could be like the cool kids and pass the football and be West Coast with Bill Callahan. And then and then Bo was able to, you know, br- bring back a running game. And guess what? They won 9 plus games every year. Now they still passed it, mm-hmm. but they, they ran the ball. And then Mike Riley came in, and they passed the ball a lot. They had some running, but they passed the football. Didn't go well. Mm-hmm. And this era has not been very good with Scott Frost in terms of running the football mm-hmm. outside of a quarterback. Right. A running back Quarter- run game has been tough. Yeah, the conventional run game, what we call is not. Okay, so anyway, Trey Palmer really helps in that regard. Um, By the way, keep it there before we get to Casey Thompson. This Please. excited this excited Nebraska fans yesterday. Mickey Joseph, of course, Nebraska's uh, new oh, assistant yeah, 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 yeah. coach, yeah. Uh, receivers coach as well, said he, he, there was a video that Nebraska football's account tweeted out about Stanley Morgan Jr. Uh, saying we missed that passion. He makes a, a tackle on special teams and was jacked up. Mickey Joseph retweets and says, Every wide receiver at Nebraska will be a part of special teams. Trust my word. I saw that. That got people jacked up, too. I saw that. So, yeah, I think the the thing to get. That's Trey Palmer. Yeah, to get, again, the thing to get jacked up on with Trey Palmer is, okay, or just (laughs) the whole Kool-Aid discussion is look look at what Nebraska's done. They've overhauled the key special teams areas. They've overhauled them. Trey Palmer, they brought in for their returns and to be the one of their receivers. New kicker. Bleak Road. Tibby Bleak Road mm-hmm. um, from Furman. Okay. FCS. But, it, yeah, but, but good stats. Those FCS players are really good. We'll get that later on in the show, too. Yeah, kicking stats don't I – mean, I know. It's different. F- right. it's cook, kicking is kicking. Right. Thank you. Kicking is kicking. Yeah, it doesn't – the field doesn't change. No. Um, the field's not shorter. The wind's not always helping. Right. It's the same thing. Punter, Bushini, Boomshini. Boomshini from Montana. Yes, um, from Montana. And now again, again, return man. So they've, they've. The optics have really improved there. And, and it's good to know that they were as dire as the fans were there and say, we need to improve this unit. Like this, this has failed us at the highest extent. I mean, we've lost games because we punted the wrong direction. <laughs> We've lost games because we couldn't make kicks in the past and field goals, and extra points in, in past years. Just, just, and, and this year, of course. So it's it's nice to see that there's been improvement there. And you're right, Sip. I mean, if if everyone, if you want to pour cold water and say, "Oh, wow, you got FCS players," it doesn't matter on special teams. 
there's still people coming at you as a punter in FCS. There's people coming at you as a kicker in FCS, and you're still making kicks from probably 40, 50 yards. That, that's not a different thing. Um, we didn't. Yeah, I know. You're right. You're and, right. and again, again, a punt returner, a kick returner from LSU, that's the real deal from, from the SEC. So they have really, really stocked up there. That's nice to see that. All right. Yeah, and I know we're jumping around. Just stay with us. Uh, one other thing about the receivers be- before we go to Casey. Casey Thompson, um, the quarterback. We, I, we failed to mention the New Mexico State transfer, Isaiah Garcia Castaneda. Mike Schaefer brings him up a lot. He yeah. likes him. Yeah, he's, big fan. Of he's him. proven. He's proven um, in the at the Division One level, and that he's absolutely going to be a factor. You don't bring him in not to to sit. So there you go, receiver room. Think about it, Isaiah. We'll just call him Isaiah um, from um, Good call. Yeah, New, New Mexico, Mexico State. State. Trey Palmer join, joins up. Victor Jones joins up. Um, conventional recruit. Um, you know, you add to the you add those guys to the room that's pretty good already. If they can get guys going, Xavier Betts, Omar Manning, Oliver Martin, Lante Brown. It looks like a pretty it looks like a pretty good room, and it's probably Mickey's probably not done there either. So now, as far as Charles Thompson goes, yeah, Friday, Casey Thompson, yeah, yeah, Casey. Charles is his father. Oh, thank you, but yeah, thank Freudian you. slip, Freudian slip. Oh, no, Parker always has to correct me on that. Casey. Casey Thompson. is Charles's son, and he is now the Nebraska quarterback. He's 23 years old. Okay, he's he's been a starter under the white hot spotlight that is Texas football. He played injured last year a lot of the, a lot of the year with a thumb issue that I hope he's over. Um, he made it official on Friday in the afternoon. After Thursday, it was pretty much done. Thursday, okay. It, I don't know why it took till two o'clock, uh, or whatever it was on on uh, mid afternoon Friday. Friday, yeah, mm-hmm. to announce it. But it did. It doesn't matter. He's in. It, you know, you never. He's. He, these things are always a little scary. Even with Palmer, they haven't signed anything. They're not technically on the team until they accept until they're going to class and they accept Grant and aid. Okay, so I'm always a little scared by these things until they start. Classes don't start. Classes start the 18th of January. Today's the 10th. Like if I'm if I'm a coach, if I'm frosty, I'm still over there going, God, get 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 these guys in here, um, get them to class and get some aid to them, and then then they're locked in. So, but anyway, yeah, I think yeah, I'm. You know, you said something sort of interesting. I'm not. (laughs) I'm not wild about the idea of handing jobs to people. But I think that's what we're doing here. Yeah, again, again nothing is guaranteed. you got to earn it on the field. But the assumption here, the, the heavy, strong assumption is that you have your new starting quarterback for 2022, and his name is Casey Thompson. Yeah, he has an NIL deal in place. I don't know the particular particulars, but, you know, he met with the NIL folks, and he got a de- you know, he got his deal hammered out, and and here we are. I guess Oklahoma showed some interest um, late, but it was it was the way it was portrayed to me as it was done on Thursday night. Oklahoma has shown interest now in Chubba Purdy. Oh, by the way, offered him right. They've offered Chubb. Following the Casey Thompson commitment, there was news Friday evening of Chubba Purdy getting an offer from Oklahoma. Now he's still scheduled to to visit this week, this weekend, the fourteenth. Yes. 
he'll yeah. be in Lincoln on Friday. Yes. So, but but Oklahoma has said, hey, over here, hi, here's an offer. Yeah. We'll see what goes on there. Yeah, it's probably kind of a similar situation. They have Oklahoma has their more veteran quarterback from the portal, Dylan, Dylan Gabriel. Yeah, Dylan Gabriel. Um, Nebraska has its veteran quarterback. He's a uh, now it gets confusing in this COVID era. People ask me, okay, now. What's the deal with Casey Thompson? How many years does he have? He's a, I'm going to say he's he's a fifth year junior. Okay, so this is probably it. I mean, technically, he could play another year. Um, you see what I'm saying? I do hear you. It's kind of weird, right? Yeah. He, he technically, fifth I guess, has two years left. Yeah, you read these so things. Strange. You read these things. They're so weird. Like Kayla Caffey the middle blocker for Nebraska, if she decides to come back, it would be her seventh year of college. Tommy boy. Yeah. Like, if my if I I, I wouldn't want to be on a campus for seven That's, years. Yeah, you got to move on, you yeah. know. I mean, come on. Start making some money. Yeah. Uh, I mean, real money. But that, that now, maybe she, for all I know, Kayla Caffey is making real money. Maybe she's getting money. her master's or double master's. You're well, she know. would be for sure getting her maybe, master's. Maybe she's getting two master's. Yeah, she might be getting her doctorate. Then more power to you. Yeah, she be a doctor by the time she leaves here. More power to you. That's in college forever. She's a surgeon. Don't while let she's me playing. be critical. Anyway, that... Uh, yeah, Casey is has. I mean, we're. I'm thinking he's a one year guy here. Um, I, I would. I would bet that's Scott Frost's assumption as well. So, 63 percent passer. You know, didn't he, he averaged three yards per carry on 55 attempts, threw for over 2,000 yards for Texas. Was four and six as their starter this year. All that. Um, we've covered all that ground on on him, but it's. I think he's it. He. You know what he represents to me, Jake? Think about it. You can take a deep breath. What 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 are you envisioning here? I, what he represents to me is stability. For one year? Well, <laughs> stability right now. Because if you didn't have him in place, the the fan base would be apoplectic at some point. Yeah, right? uh, you on Friday you really took a nervous fan base. And again, they're still nervous calm. because because this has not gone well. But they are calm right now. We we kept asking Parker Gabriel, Sean Callahan for a month, a full month. When do we hear about Nebraska's quarterback? Right. Because people want answers. They want answers now. Right. <laughs> Speak think, for yourself. Think, think there. about Christmas. People are like, oh god, we don't have a quarterback. New Year's, we don't have a quarterback. All you know, now you have one. Oh, and by the way, this now this is where things get out of hand. So I told you it was a great weekend for Nebraska football. If you if you want to drink the Kool Aid in that regard, it, it was they got a quarterback in Casey Thompson, they got a receiver and a kick returner and punt returner in Trey Palmer from LSU. You pointed this out to me yesterday morning, and I texted you back, "Oh, for the love of God!" Basically, oh, where are you going with Brett that? McMurphy of the Action yeah. Network? Sip was doing his way too early top 25 rankings for 2022 in college football. And Nebraska, following their 3-9 and nine campaign, their worst season in, what, 60 years here at the program? 60 years? Lands at number 25 in Brett McMurphy's top 25 poll for 2022. <laughs> and here I was reading this thinking, oh, no. Oh, Brett, don't do don't, don't do this. Don't why why are you doing this to these fans these people here who are depressed and pissed and and doing this now 
He did it for the reaction. He probably did. It says here because we react. Yeah. Because Nebraska fans react. So stick them at number 25 and they'll react. It says their power rating is number 16. They're ranked number 25 per him. But the does, power, I know, from? the power rating is probably because of how well they played against the great teams. They lost a lot of close games. They, their, their numbers were pretty good in general of stats. Yeah. But yeah, the, the, apparently the Action Network power rating is at number 16 for Nebraska, but they're ranked number 25. After a three and nine season, I don't know what to say. I don't either. This is like clockwork here. The, everything is clockwork in this state, <laughs> except it got to a worse extent than ever before this past year but in terms I, of the record. But my my perception is that we're not drinking the Kool Aid in this fan base anymore. Right now, it's not happening. You you almost if you feel yourself going that way, you're like, oh, but stop, stop. All right, we're not doing this again, right? Frost has to do what he has to do, bringing in guys like, like, you know, the guy from New Mexico State, right? Um, he has to bring in the kickers and the punters and tra- and the quarterbacks, uh, Casey Thompson and Trey Palmer, who, by the way, Jake, Trey Palmer punt returns, um, 18 punt returns for LSU last year. For 117 yards, that's 6.5 per return. That's 34th nationally. That's not bad. Which you said Nebraska had 27 total right. punt return right. yards this season. Right. He's Total. A- yeah. He's averaged 8.3 yards on 23 punts for his career. That's Trey Palmer. I keep hammering that because I think that's their punt returner. I think what that'll beat Trey Palmer. They found well, their punt They returner. need an answer there because they, they kept rotating guys back there. Right. They had Cam Taylor Britt early. They had Oliver Martin back there. Yeah, and he just caught it. I mean, wasn't really. We expected. celebrated sarcastically five yard returns last year. Right, five. Right, a three yard return. Yeah, woohoo! Positive yardage. So yeah, as far as the Kool Aid goes, I mean, the whole topic of your first, your first segment on the rundown is the national championship maybe tonight, but Nebraska is once again winning the off season. I'd say Frost has done a good job this off season. We will find out officially today some more staff news. I imagine they're going to announce Dawson as the front four coach and Bush as a special teams coach. That's got to happen either today or tomorrow. Um, and then as far as the running back position goes, they're, look, they're looking at guys. Now, I don't know if they're ready to announce that yet or not. But but as far as winning the, winning the offseason, you have to say Frost has had a good offseason. I mean, these additions, I mean, just the two big ones – Lately, Casey Thompson and Trey Palmer. I mean, those guys are proven guys at yeah, at, at, a, at, at in proven in you know power five conference. Yeah, I think I think we were excited about the addition of Mickey Joseph. What that could add, you're already seeing fruition there to that. Ah, uh, yeah, you're already seeing what that can provide. Right, Trey are. Palmer's a big get. Yeah. Uh, before we get to break, by the way, regarding you want to hear how stupid these power ratings are? I just looked how they're decided. Not not the rankings, but I told you how. Brett McMurphy has Nebraska 25th, but in the power rankings, they're 16th. Uh-huh. This is how the power rankings are established. They're by Action Network senior writer Colin Wilson, and they currently do not factor in player transfers or players that may leave for the NFL. So, generally, they're pointless then. Yeah, basically. Because 
players are coming and they're going and they're opting for the league. So it's not factoring in Jer- anything. Jurgens leaving. No. And Casey, Jojo Doman. Casey Thompson coming in. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they, they're pointless. Way too early rankings in this day and age mean nothing. They just don't mean anything because the rosters are changing yep. so much. I don't even know if you could do way too early rankings in May. I mean, until until all the mo- you know, there's going to be another round of transfer portal movement in the spring. You sure is. That, I right? know that. I sure I sure do. Yeah. I mean, so until probably late May, I would wait to do rankings. Until you can assess rosters. You know that's not how this world operates, Sip. I know, but the the world has changed so dramatically. Off-season rankings and studying teams in the off-season, right now it doesn't – why would you even do it? Because it gets clicks. It yeah. gets attention. It does. Is it irresponsible? Probably a little bit. But you know what? Get your clicks, Brett. Should we, should we drop – this is a tease, Jake. Should we drop Fred's buyout – on on the on Nebraska yeah, fan we're, base. We're are gonna, they ready for we're this? We're going to tell you what Fred Hoiberg's buyout is because that's how dire things are right now. It's up next on Early Break on the Ticket. <laughs>